Welcome to Everything Life Coaching with John Kim and Noel Cardo, founders of Journey Coaching. If you're inspired to begin your own life coaching practice or just want to learn a little bit more about what it's all about, visit journey.co. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O. Hey guys, on today's episode, we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, more than just the one-on-one when it comes to coaching. Noelle Cordo, good morning. Hello. How are you? I'm well. Noelle, um, this morning when we started, she started with a clap, which I thought was interesting. Uh, when she said hello, she clapped, and I, I just, I've, it's the first time I've ever been um, greeted with a clap, that, and I actually and heard it. I was channeling my inner five-year-old, and and the reality is that I have like twenty-five tabs open on my computer. I was switching back and forth, waiting for John, and I was like, "Ah, oh, you're here!" and did a clap. Yeah, it was like, um, it was like, a, it was, it was like the coach telling you to get on the field. Let's go. Let's see. Yeah, totally. Totally. All right. So this is something I'm passionate about and something um, that I, I, I tell students in my classes uh, in journey, which is yes, you can want a practice, but don't limit yourself, right? Coaching is now today more than just about the one-on-one session. Yes. And the field is expanding so rapidly that I think it's fun to think about all of the different possibilities and to look at all the cool stuff that folks are doing out there. But I feel like that can get intimidating for folks when they're at the starting line. Right, right. It's not about um, wanting to do everything at one time. You know, I think it's about... uh, just being open to to what's possible and also what you don't even know is possible. I agree. And I would love to offer folks, if you're starting to listen and you're already shutting down because, oh, I'm at the starting line, it's going to take forever, a great reframe could be to start noticing what gets you excited. Mm-hmm. Because from a structural perspective, if somebody else is out there doing cool stuff in the world, why not you? Right. Absolutely. And I think the excitement is going to be the compass for you. You know, at least for me, um, if I'm not excited about something, it's really hard to to put effort and do what it takes to build. But if you're excited, it comes a um, hundred times easier. Yes. Yes. So let's dive in. And this next topic is something that I am very passionate about, but might not be something that, John, you are totally stoked about. So this is a great example of different strokes for different folks, and that is um, coaching for organizations. Right. This is all Noel. More so Noel than me. Yeah. I mean, not not that I'm against it, but this is definitely something that excites Noel, and I I definitely know why, Um, but it doesn't excite me as much. I love organizational dynamics. Yes. I love them so much. And (laughs) one of the things that I get really excited about is the concept of wellness at work, about really taking into account the whole person experience, not just in um, the workplace, but where did this person come from? What is their family of origin? What are the socioeconomic, racial, structural limitations that have been put on this person? Where are their blind spots? How can we remove barriers to access to make sure that people are truly and genuinely flourishing? How can we develop people? Um, All of that stuff goes into coaching for organizations. And so if there's anything that I said that 
lit your brain on fire, we're at a really interesting point in time where I predict it's going to be sink or swim for a lot of companies out there. You either treat your people well and care about them as whole humans or you don't. Yeah. And I think her passion, her, like you're not here. I think Noelle's passion for um, organization comes from her fire of um, wanting to um, create companies where uh, it's a great place to work, wanting to create companies where the uh, employees are not treated poorly, that you know, there's, a, um, there's a humanization that she's interested in organization. And so um, that's, that, that seems like where the fire is coming from, no? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's certainly my passion and I'm starting to study it right now. I'm actually starting to study economics and finance to kind of really bone up on this work and propel myself further into that field. So if you're thinking, well, how do I do this? Um, a lot of organizations right now are really starting to be, recognize the value in building a coaching culture. And a coaching culture offers all employees the opportunity to grow their skills, to direct their lives and really kind of bring life design into the office in terms of professional goals. And that starts at the top. So leadership coaching is one of the ways into this space. Um, John, what's it been like for you to be a leader? Um, you know, it's I don't even see myself as a leader. So I'm very different than Noel uh, in that my fire comes from, um, I, I feel like I'm the basement guy, you know, I'm the guy that locks himself into a room and uh, like, likes to just uh, create content, whether it's, you know, writing or videos or audio. Um, I get obsessed with that. I get, I'm obsessed with uh, documenting. I'm obsessed with um, going into things uh, from a different perspective, showing yourself, uh, I'm obsessed with, you know, different media, uh, which is very different than what Noel is obsessed with. So I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess you could say I'm a leader, but I don't really see myself that way. Cause I don't see myself, um, you know, uh, a leading organizations, or I don't see myself uh, passionate about, about that landscape. Absolutely. But I think you just provided a really valuable case study because you described what it's like to be inside the head and the heart of somebody who's at the head of an organization. I like to be by myself. I like to create. I like to think about how to do things differently. That is so true of all leaders. And what is also true is the loneliness aspect. Oh, yeah. Not everybody has the presence of vision. And a lot of times when we're working with leaders, that vision needs to be taken and translated into company values, needs to be put to organizational process, needs to be spread throughout diverse workforce. And leaders need support to get that information out of them and into the hands of their colleagues and employees and also compassionate support. Because when you're the leader, when you're the figurehead, when you're the guy, everybody comes to you for answers. Everybody comes to you with problems, but there are rarely folks who are like, hey, I have a solution for you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you know, coaching for organizations starts with leadership. And then, you know, then it, it really bridges down into all the different layers of culture. And if you guys are interested in this, um, 
get me on the phone. I'm happy to consult. I'm happy to talk about this. It is truly my passion. Yes. Um, yeah. Let's let's switch over to John's wheelhouse, which is um, education and content. Mm-hmm. Education yeah. and content. I don't know that you perceive yourself as an educator. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Um, it's it's so weird how we see ourselves. Uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, I, I teach classes at Journey and I guess I am technically educating, um, but I don't see myself as an, an educator. I see you as an educator. True. Um, and that typically, and this is, you know, a really great example of, um, of reframing and, and the boxes that we can fit or, or put ourselves into based on how the world is. So mm-hmm. I have a long history in academia. Right. It's really natural to think of me as an educator, but you know, if we really break it down, it's so much more you than it is me. And I don't even see myself that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and maybe because I don't, I don't, you know, uh, I don't know if it's a West Coast, East Coast thing, but I've always, um, you know, I never liked school. I know you love school. You love studying. You love research. All of that repels me. I love um, just going out and playing in the sandbox. I love doing. I'm a conceiver instead of um, someone who is, a, you know, obsessed with uh, 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 learning and knowledge. I'm more of an experiential guy. Not that you're not, but it seems like with you, your wisdom is knowledge. Yes, it is. And 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 that is um, really breaking down the two different paths that folks can take. And and the beauty of this topic is we have um, almost a thousand coaches at Journey who are just incredible case studies of people who are doing this work. So, you know, on one hand, we have folks that follow a little bit more in my footsteps of loving the research, applied positive psychology, really drilling down into different niches like relationship coaching, finance coaching, sexuality coaching. Um, And then there are folks who are more like John and more aligned with offering hard-won life skills um, and and showing folks that, look, I've lived a different way. Perhaps you want to try it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're absolutely right. And you have to determine as a coach uh, where you fit, you know, or maybe you're in the middle somewhere. But um, as you know more about yourself, uh, as you, um, you know, figure out what lights you up, um, you know, what gets you excited, what makes you feel alive, that's going to uh, directly impact um, your coaching and, and, and this whole idea of beyond the one-on-one. Yes. And today coaches are increasingly becoming public figures and educators through producing content and courses in this way. Um, can you tell everybody a little bit about where the idea for TAT Labs came from and what it's been like getting that off the ground. Yeah, so um, I, I've been running groups. I just feel like it's something that the, the, the universe has always put into my life. So whether it was nonprofit or um, back when Google Hangouts first came out, I was running groups and I was very obsessed with uh, group coaching. Um, it just kind of lined up with uh, my story and, and how I work. And so when COVID hit, uh, everyone started using Zoom, and I thought, oh, maybe now's the time to do it because I tried this ten years ago, um, and it just people were on dial-up. The technology wasn't there. People weren't open to group coaching. It felt weird. It felt intrusive. Um, but now with COVID and the pandemic, Zoom has become common language, and so, and this just goes to show that sometimes it's it's about timing. 
Um, so I started the running Zoom classes and and groups, and uh, um, we got a few journey coaches uh, running them as well. And it just it kind of took off because I think people are um, now open to it uh, because of the way the world is, you know. And also uh, with the internet, there's no more uh, stutter. Like there, when you turn your webcam on, it's just it's so crystal clear. And it was never like that when I, when I first started, uh, you know, my coaching journey. Yeah. And so, you know, what you do at TAT labs is you have different experts who run classes on life skills and they're all coaches. And then individuals who take those classes and perhaps might want to go deeper with their own personal journey can then work with your instructors. Do I have that right? Yep. Um, that's kind of the natural flow. And, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's seems like it's kind of, um, when it comes to wellness, people are now open to, uh, instead of going on this journey by themselves, uh, they're now open to doing it with other people. So the beauty of that is the, it it dissolves the stigma, right? It's like, if I'm going through a divorce, um, I went through that, uh, very alone, seeing my own therapist, you know, in private rooms, um, now it's like, oh, let's go through it with 12 other people <laughs> and let's check in, let's make each other accountable and let's let's make this empowering instead of um, a lonely process. I love that. And so you're you're building community along the way. Yeah, yeah. So it's been fun. But as a coach, um, here's another example of something um, that came from fire, that came from truth, that came from something I tried to do years ago that didn't work. Um, but today, today it does work. And it's not something that I that I planned or, you know, um, it was just something I did organically that came from my passions. And, and usually when that happens, things line up. They do. They do. So Victor, one of our coaches, Victor Ung, UNG, if you want to find him, um, his passion has been men's work and emotional intelligence. And he got really interested in a specific niche area. And he's in Washington State where marijuana is legal and he's begun creating podcasts and content around using cannabis products mindfully and appropriately. And I love that he's drilling down so specifically in this work. Yeah. Victor's a great example of someone who um, has come out of our program and just, um, is fearless in creating content. I mean, he's constantly doing something, creative stuff, videos. Um, and I watch him and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly, uh, I mean, that, that, that reminds me of, of me. And it's also inspiring because it reminds me to do more of that. Uh, and, and so, yeah, I love what he's doing. Yeah. And then um, Jasper Gray, he's one of our coaches. He started a YouTube channel that's entirely dedicated to life design. And it's really, oh, I love it too. It's really specific. It's for folks who have hit a point in life where literally everything needs to go. And so this is a YouTube channel, education and content dedicated to teaching folks how to reboot and start their lives all over again with intentional life design. Yeah. And, and, you know, these things that they're doing, this is not one-on-one coaching. This falls under the umbrella of uh, education and content. Yep. And I'm sure it leads to one-on-one coaching, but the point of it is to get your name out there, get your work out there and just really, you know, embrace the joy of, of creating. I actually, uh, 
I, I'm not a big fan of the word content. I never have been. I know we use it because that's how people understand it. Um, I like the word um, documenting. I, I, I'm, I'm a big believer in it all coming back to your story and you sharing your story, you know, um, leaving breadcrumbs of your story as you go on your journey. And I think that's really compelling. Content to me sounds so generic. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I quite agree. I quite agree. And, you know, there's right now we're at such an interesting um, crossroads with a pandemic where none of us quite know what life is going to look like on the other side. And so all of the old ways, all of the old systems are going to have to be reconsidered probably for a long time to come. And this next category is one that uh, in pre-pandemic times was huge business in the billions and is going to have to be completely rethought. And we're starting to see that happening in small pieces now and I'm very curious for the future. I'd love to get your take on it because you've done a lot of this as well. And it's running retreats, wellness yeah. tourism, and yes. groups outdoors in nature. So what do you what do you think is going to happen? There's there's two parts of me. I, I feel like one um, part of one part of me feels like we're going to be so thirsty for this that um, when we're able to, uh, you know. Um, start doing retreats again and interact live in person, people are just going to, um, they're going to sign up because we're so, so thirsty for that social connection, that in-person connection. But then another part of me feels like um, because of Zoom, because of the pandemic, we're now used to having virtual retreats. You know, so I don't, I have, I have no idea which way it's going to go. Yeah. And, and it, and it really, I, I think that, you know, folks are going to be having those two kinds of offerings. I mean, that's what we do for our coaches. We have the journey retreat that when we can safely do so, we'll gather, but we started running virtual retreats and they went awesome. The connection was huge. Um, it was lovely. And I'm seeing, um, a trend that's happening and it's echoed in, in the literature that I follow where across the board, people are getting really intentional and really questioning where they're putting their dollars and where they're putting their time. Is it benefiting them? What is their purpose? What is the impact? And so the arenas that I'm starting to see wellness tourism start to peak with groups and retreats and coaches are lockstep in this process is in spirituality. Mm. Um, and that's, you know, spiritual guides, plant medicines, and folks are doing one-on-one -on -one retreats. Yeah, that's really interesting. What do you think is going to happen um, when we're all allowed to to play again, as far as you know, retreats and groups and tour, all of this stuff? It's hard to say. It's hard to say, and I've been having these conversations as well. So, you know, another area that's um, taking a drastic hit and and also bouncing back um, equally as fast is in the fitness arena. Yeah, that fitness has left the gym and moved to our backyards. Yeah, and which which I would have I would have bet money that would never happen, and it has. So, this idea of doing workouts in your home, I would I would think would never work, or people wouldn't be into it, and that's what everyone's doing these days. Yep, virtual programs. Um, 
my awesome trainer, Steven, has joined Journey Coaching, woohoo, and he and I hang out in my backyard and he tries to kill me a couple times a week. It's, it's, it's great, but, you know, he's reimagining his business in terms of, you know, virtual offerings. He does um, kid workout sessions, so his moms, who are his clients, can get a couple hour breaks. He puts all these little kiddos on Zoom and exhausts them. Yeah, it's it's so interesting what's happening right now. Um, you just said something that really hit me. You said reimagine your business, mm-hmm. and I think I mean that's kind of what I want to leave uh, any coach listening to this with is um, beyond the one on one. Reimagine what your business can look like because right now, uh, I mean, more than ever before. I mean, in, in my lifetime. Uh, there really is no ceiling and everything that I, I would think is that would, you know, would happen. What people would want is, is also uh, not true. And there's things happening on the side and that's becoming big. And it's just, it's so crazy. But, but at the same time, to me, for someone who is, um, who thrives in this kind of like atmosphere, um, it's exciting. Like my tail wags when I see all the possibilities. Oh, me too. And so, you know, we've been talking just about what folks are doing within the Journey community. So Brianna Firestone has her financial boot camp. Michelle Rebel is running this beautiful program for group coaching with purpose-centered branding and business development. Um, Melanie is starting to work in end of life. So, you know, my point here is that community matters. And to be surround yourself with people who are doing and thinking and pushing outside the box, you'll get ideas for yourself. You'll get support. There are people to have these conversations with what worked for you, what didn't, what are you trying next? Um, Libby just popped up in our Facebook group and said, Hey guys, I'm doing great. Ask me whatever questions you want. And I thought, wow, how generous of spirit. So, you know, yes, the world is changing. Yes. The way that we work, is changing, but you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to figure it out alone. This is the only way to do it. Um, I, I mean, I did it alone, and that's why I had a problem with this. You know, uh, this whole j- uh, journey of of helping other people. Um, it's the only way to do it is with other people. It's the only way to make uh, yourself accountable to get inspired by 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 seeing what other people are doing. The energy, uh, you know, the combined energy of a, of a thousand people. Um, on their own coaching journey is, is it's like, you can't, it's priceless, you know? It is. It's staggering. And, you know, one of the things that I'm seeing that I'm embracing for myself is asking for help, um, reaching out, accepting the kindness of others, figuring out ways in which I can be generous in return. And, you know, we're going to need each other. As time marches on, we we just are, and you know I couldn't do this without you, um, and you know we just all need to stick together. Yeah, there's um, that part that's happening as well. People holding hands, so within the journey community, um, partnerships, and so that could look like a, you know a podcast, or that could look like people partnering to create uh, virtual things, digital products, and that's beautiful you know, uh, partnering with people because you're bringing different gifts to the table. Um, that can be what makes it great. I think we are creating the what's next and, uh, Mm. I'm super excited about it. Me too. Well, I couldn't have, uh, done anything, uh, uh, 
or, or maybe got to where I am without you. So I, I thank you for being kind of that container where I could pour myself in and swim. Same, same. All right, gang. This was a fun conversation. If you want more, if you want to hear more, if you want to learn more, come find us at Journey Coaching. We're doing this in real time as a community together, and we'd love for you to join us. Yeah. Reimagine what coaching looks like. Yes. Take care. Ready to cut through the BS of becoming a coach? Snag John and Noelle's six-step guide to becoming a life coach at journey.co slash everything. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O slash everything. If what you've heard here today speaks to you and you want to learn a little bit more about becoming a coach, visit journey.co, J-R-N-I dot C-O. We've graduated nearly a thousand coaches and offer vibrant community, strong lifetime support, and world-class coaching education. We're fully ICF accredited and look forward to watching how you use coaching to make a bigger impact in the world around you.